Hey everyone, welcome to the Business Alabama podcast from Business Alabama Magazine. I'm Alec Harvey, Executive Editor of Business Alabama Magazine, and my guests today are Alabama State Senator Greg Reed and Bill Poole, who recently resigned as the state representative when he became state finance director. Poole has chaired, and Reed has been vice chair, of the Alabama Innovation Commission, the first statewide commission on entrepreneurship and innovation. Please join us as we talk to Senator Greg Reed and Director Bill Poole on the Business Alabama podcast. Director Poole, Senator Reed, thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Well, thank you for having us. We certainly have looked forward to it. Uh, This is a great opportunity to share a great story, I believe, and I think Senator Reed would agree. Senator Reed? I certainly would. Thank you, Director. Alex, privileged to be with you. Uh, We're excited to talk about innovation in Alabama anytime, so this is exciting for us. I'll I'll throw this to, to Senator Reed to start off with. Why are we talking about innovation in Alabama now? Why is this a moment for us? Alex, we've worked on several things in the legislature. Um, Director Poole and myself and, and others in the legislature related to ways that we can attract and retain talent in Alabama, that we can make an, an economy that is attractive to those that are entrepreneurs that want to start a business. We've had great success in Alabama in being able to lure large manufacturers to Alabama that create a lot of jobs. Uh, That's exciting. But at the same time, one area that we need to continue to focus on is the growing high-tech economy that is uh, available across our country. Alabama has so much to offer, and there's so many opportunities with all of the great things that are happening across our state that we need to focus on young entrepreneurs, startup businesses, things that are able to be commercialized from some of the great resources that are being expended in Alabama, everything from the genomics study at UAB to the trip to the moon and Mars and Huntsville, uh, building airplanes down in Mobile and the automotive industry and artificial intelligence throughout the state of Alabama in the, the robust automotive industry. So as we look at all of the technology going on, we need to be focused on being able to make those business opportunities uh, have as good an environment as possible. And so that's why the the focus has been on the Innovation Commission and innovation in our state. Director Poole, can I follow up on that with uh, notes from one of you all or, or along the way in the email chain said that Alabama was emerging as a dark horse in this area. And as somebody who grew up in Alabama, and I'm sure you all grew up in Alabama, I would say it's even more than a dark horse. If you talk to friends of mine from outside the state, they are just amazed at what's going on here. How has that emergence happened? Well, I, well, I think it's an excellent question. I think Senator Reed spoke about it. I mean, Alabama's really been on the forefront of particular sectors of innovation and technology and research throughout our history, and maybe at times we have not highlighted that enough or educated. Uh, others around the country and the globe as related to that. But notwithstanding that, uh, Alabama has continued organically throughout its history, and particularly in recent years, to grow its presence in the technology and the innovation sectors. And and Senator Reid touched on uh, where some of those sectors are geographically located. 
uh, and the subject matter, i.e. Uh, airplanes and mobile. Uh, we all know about the exciting work across the defense industry in aerospace in Huntsville. Birmingham has an incredible technology startup scene that really has emerged beyond startup uh, with the presence uh, or the growth of shipped uh, and other uh, large uh, innovative startup enterprises that have stayed and launched in Alabama. So it's grown organically. And I think what that does is it tells us that we certainly have the assets, uh, we have the human talent, we have the opportunities, uh, we have the ecosystems in, in place, but what we really need to do is tell our story internally and externally. We need to identify all of those assets and we need to work together in a collaborative and a meaningful, intentional way to market that and make sure that we're telling our story so that we can attract additional investment and create additional opportunity for our uh, citizens, our small businesses, uh, our college graduates, so on and so forth, and thereby grow our economy, I, I think very quickly and aggressively uh, in this sector. And, and I think that's the national growth sector. I think that's the global uh, movement of the economy. And Alabama's got to be competitive and a player in that arena. I think we are, but we want to enhance that profile. I think that's very, very important. Do we offer particular incentives that help in this area too? Well, that's part of the charge of the Innovation Commission is to, and, and soon to stand up as a consequence of the work of the Innovation Commission, the Innovation Corporation that will carry the mission forward is to evaluate um, what are the assets, but then what are the needs? How do we foster the ecosystem of technology and research and entrepreneurship? That's multifaceted. What are other states doing? And particularly as it relates to incentives, um, you know, generally states and Alabama has focused on industrial incentives for a variety of very good reasons. Uh, but the needs of a startup business or an entrepreneur are very different than the needs of a manufacturer. And so how can we assist and foster the growth of those businesses? keep them here in Alabama as they grow and scale, avoid them leaving to go to uh, other states. So that's part of the charge. We're working on that. We have modernized our incentives. Uh, Senator Reid and I worked very closely together in recent years on the Alabama Incentive Modernization Act. I think that was a first step towards recognizing we really needed to evaluate our incentives as it relates to this sector of our economy. But I think that was only a first step, and those steps are continuing it through the analysis process. Uh, Senator Reid, I'll follow up with you on this, and, and Director Poole, you, you kind of touched on it. What is this collaboration between you two? How, how did this start? I mean, did you all just see this need and, and you started working early on on this? or were you thrown together? Uh, how did this start with you two? Well, the way it started to begin is uh, certainly Bill Poole and I are great friends. Um, and we began working early on in both of our political careers. Um, I'm from Walker County, he's from Tuscaloosa County. Uh, I have a portion of Tuscaloosa in my district. So we served on the Tuscaloosa delegation together and uh, grew interests that were focused on topics important um, in our districts. Uh, and then uh, looking at the innovation ideas and just incentives in general, there's been an opportunity for Bill and I to work on these incentive packages over the last several years in the legislature. And there's been a number of things that we've done. 
Uh, and the process on looking at the incentives is that the legislature has forced itself and we have continued to be in somewhat of a leadership role there with our colleagues to relook, recalibrate, redo the incentive packages uh, every few years. And that's a must because this is a very competitive landscape. It's changing constantly. We're competing with other states who are always looking at new and different incentives, things that they can do to attract industry and attract entrepreneurs to their state. And um, so we've just had a real passion for this uh, and uh, we've worked well together. We've had a lot of support, uh, certainly in the Innovation Commission from the governor's office and her team, but also a lot of support from other industry around the state, those that are interested in creating the economic environment that allows for the growth of all kinds. Um, and Bill and I've had a great working relationship with Greg Canfield. Secretary Canfield of the Department of Commerce, who's done a great job uh, and has been very supportive of the effort in innovation and what the commission has done. He's actually been a member of the advisory council for the commission. And um, so we um, we both had interest in this, um, had known each other for, for a number of years and um, just dove into it together and have had some good success. Director Poole, do you have anything to add? No, I, I, I agree with everything the senator uh, discussed. I, I might add, though, though, too, I think we have some commonality of lots of perspectives, but also the opportunities for rural Alabama, uh, to the extent we both have roots in rural Alabama. You know, every rural area is not going to have the benefit of an automotive plant or a supplier or uh, a large 3,000-job manufacturer in that community. But every, every rural area and small town across Alabama has small businesses, and uh, those small businesses have the opportunity uh, to innovate, and those business owners are in and of themselves entrepreneurs. And uh, how can we uh, extend the benefits of, of this economic sector into those rural areas and smaller communities? And clearly that is occurring in areas uh, but we want to support and foster those areas of the state as well. And this is certainly a way we believe we can do it. Let's talk a little bit more about the Innovation Commission, if we can. And uh, Director Poole, I'll start with you since you're chairing it. Um, can you tell me the difference? The commission's been around for a while, correct? Can you? The, can... the, the commission was formed uh, last summer. So I think it was formed by executive order by Governor Ivey in the summer of 2020, I believe, or is that correct, Senator Reid? I think it was 2020. Yes, sir. That's correct. But we've just now heard about the Alabama Innovation Corporation. Can you can you tell me the difference and what each of them is going to do going forward? Sure. So the Innovation Commission uh, was formed uh, pursuant to the governor's leadership, which uh, we are very, very thankful for her vision uh, and her leadership in this area. But she brought together uh, a group uh, through through that executive order of private sector leadership that are understand these issues, are entrepreneurs from across our state, very diverse, represent every areas, multiple industry sectors, but also from around the country. So to the, to the governor's credit, she recognized the need that we needed to gauge our leaders in the state, but also beyond our borders. Uh, uh, persons that have roots, care deeply about Alabama, Condoleezza Rice, Chris Moody, uh, several others uh, who are 
uh, Alabamians who have gone on to be very successful, but can be ambassadors for us in other parts of the states, but also can give us their perspectives. So she she formed that commission, and that commission's charge was to, to overly simplify it, study all of these issues and create recommendations, whether those were legislative, regulatory, general business sector, whatever the case may be, and bring those back to the legislature and to her office. And that final report will issue at the end of October is the deadline of this year. So uh, we're within range of trying to wrap up that final report. But in the interim period, the commission issued interim recommendations approximately last January. And that enabled the legislature to go ahead, understanding the importance of these issues, uh, and enact several very important uh, pieces of legislation uh, that Senator Reid and I, uh, as well as several other uh, House and Senate members and Secretary Canfield and many others worked very diligently on. One of those created uh, by legislative act, the Innovation Corporation. And now the board of the corporation has not been appointed yet, will likely be appointed later this month or early September. Uh, and that corporation, to the extent the commission will run its course and expire and issue its recommendation, the corporation is really a very unique and I, I think a pretty exciting opportunity for Alabama. It represents a public-private partnership. There again, bringing together private sector experts, marrying them on this board with public sector leaders, policymakers, and carrying the mission forward uh, in a very strategic and intentional way so that the commission's work uh, will not go onto a shelf, but rather uh, will provide the roadmap for the corporation that can assist in a variety of ways as it relates to carrying forward all these different efforts, whether that's the SBIR, STTR grant program that the legislature has now created and funded, the corporation will administer that. Whether that is harnessing all of the assets and creating strategic plans, whether that is marketing the states to attract uh, startup businesses, to attract uh, entrepreneurs to Alabama, keep entrepreneurs in Alabama, the corporation will really be the public partner uh, public-private partnership that will carry this effort forward and will continue to guide a variety of future policy and other recommendations as well. Um, so the commission will essentially go away because the commission's that, work is done, correct? That is correct. Um, and and do you? Ex it, it's been a, a fairly inclusive, a very inclusive commission. Do you expect the same to happen with the corporation? Will it be similar in makeup as far as coverage and the types of people involved? I would certainly anticipate that. That's certainly objective because we want every part of the state. We want to make sure industry sectors are at the table. Uh, we want to make sure everybody is at the table from a diversity standpoint, uh, whether that's geographically or otherwise, so that all, all, all perspectives are at the table and we can address this because these issues are different uh, in different parts of the state. The entrepreneurial efforts in Huntsville are different than they are in Mobile. And, and in Mobile, they're different than they are in the rural areas. And so we want all of those perspectives at the table so that we can have a commonality of vision, uh, effort, uh, and strategy. Senator Reid, certainly different geographic areas bring different challenges. Overall, what are some of the major challenges that Alabama faces in the entrepreneurship area? Well, I think one of the things that we have to think very carefully about uh, you mentioned earlier, we grew up in Alabama. We know and understand all of the great things about Alabama. 
but many across the country uh, do not understand those great things about our state, whether those great things are the uh, the economic opportunities that are available here, uh, the incentive packages that we've put in place to try and accomplish just what we're talking about, uh, the beauty of Alabama, whether it's the mountains in the north or the Gulf Coast, uh, the history of Alabama, some of it challenging, some of it difficult, but all of it re reality and a real part of America. Being able to tell that story in a way that highlights who Alabama is today and what opportunities there are for those that want to be successful in business is a story we need to tell. The branding of our state, being able to market things in an appropriate way. One of the topics that I think the Innovation Corporation will begin to deal with early on is how do we understand the assets of what are available in Alabama and then take and market those assets to those entrepreneurs that are looking for a great place to start their business. How do we talk to students that have come from all over America to train and get their education at some of the best universities in the country located right here in Alabama? How do we get them to fall in love with our state and want to stay here once they graduate and allow those engineers and school teachers and others with all type skills want to be a part of what's going on in Alabama? In particular, how do we take those high tech focused students uh, have them be excited about being engaged in entrepreneurial opportunities and startup businesses in our state. So I think some of those ideas, the Innovation Corporation will be looking at, thinking about, we've got great information as a result of Dr. Condoleezza Rice being involved. She's the chair of the Hoover Institution at Stanford University and has offered an opportunity for multiple fellows from that institution to do research for the commission about the state of Alabama. What are our assets? What are the things that are that are things we should be talking about? You know, we've we've done a great job in marketing to America. If you want a great vacation, come to Alabama's Gulf Coast. It's beautiful. But we also need to be thinking of ways, and they will be different, but thinking of ways to let entrepreneurs know Alabama's open for business. We're a beautiful state. We've got great things to do on the weekends because there's so many activities available in our state. And we want you to come here and be a part of the exciting things that are going on in Alabama. And I think as we move forward, that will be some of the effort of the corporation in taking all the data that the commission has gleaned through the Hoover Institution or other things that the commission's done uh, and be able to utilize that to find ways to continue the process process of attracting entrepreneurs to our state. Part of what the corporation is going to do is help fund some of these startups, correct? Well, that's that's correct in, in a couple of ways. As time goes on, the corporation, we're expecting that this board would come back to the legislature, come back to the governor and say, hey, we've got some ideas here. These are some things that we've discovered. There are areas that we need to spend state resources to try and increase and grow this economy in these particular areas. At the same time, as uh, Director Poole mentioned, we've already passed legislation and funded a program that allows for entrepreneurs that are receiving federal grants, a very detailed process in qualifying for these federal grants. 
But now the state of Alabama is going to come alongside these entrepreneurs and startup companies and offer to cover a portion of the grant match that they are required um, to pay as a result of winning these grants at the federal level. If they are significant enough to win the grants at the federal level, we felt like they're going to be um, significant enough for Alabama to support. And as a result, we're going to use resources to be able to help those businesses continue to move forward. So I think we're doing that already with some of the efforts of the commission and the work of the legislature, but there will be other things that the corporations board will be able to suggest that we do to keep moderating and moving and expanding and growing the impact of what we're trying to do in attracting entrepreneurs and startup businesses and high-tech industry to our state. Director Poole, you all, you two certainly have had interaction with entrepreneurs from around the country who have come to the state. Do you find that they are surprised when they get here, pleasantly surprised when they get here? We do. And I think that's the common refrain you hear directly from entrepreneurs or from those that are involved in the recruitment efforts around the state, that if we can get them on the ground in Alabama, then our probability of of a successful recruitment just rise dramatically. Because what what, what we're told over and over is people didn't realize the opportunity, the quality of life, the cost of living, uh, all of the benefits that, that we are all so aware of in Alabama. They, they didn't realize that. And when they're here and they see the generosity of our citizens, uh, the quality of our community life, uh, it's very attractive to them once we get them on the ground and can expose them to that and they see the opportunity uh, to grow their business uh, here in Alabama, uh, supported by good public policy, a low tax state, uh, all of the things that are attractive, not only to businesses, but to families. And so, so yes, uh, we do believe and have, have countless uh, conversations and anecdotes of, of that is often the case uh, when we bring visitors to the state in a recruitment capacity. Uh, once we sell and expose them to all of the great things about Alabama and our citizens, uh, we see a high success rate of landing those recruitments. Let me ask both of you this uh, final question. And I, I certainly hope to talk to you often along uh, along this course, but let's say we're chatting in 10 years. Tell me what we're going to be talking about. What's your hope? What, what, what will the landscape look like? Senator Reid, we want to start with you. Yes, sir. Well, I think that what we want things to look like in this economic sector of entrepreneurship and high-tech business is similar to the great success Alabama's enjoyed over the last 10 years in what we've done in manufacturing and industrial growth. We look back at what's happened from, for instance, the beginning of Mercedes coming to Alabama. Uh, Wow, what what an opportunity that was. And then look at what the automotive industry has done in our state where you have tens of thousands of Alabamians that are enjoying great jobs, um, wonderful opportunities for their families as a result of just that one focus in that sector um, that has been very successful for our state. If we think about that, 10 years, I would like to think, wow, this is multiple businesses that we can look at that are like the example of shipped 
currently in Alabama that started as a garage business, basically, with some very capable, brilliant entrepreneurs. And then now it is a high-rise building in downtown Birmingham with the name shipped on the top of it, employing thousands of Alabamians. How great would it be with those high-tech opportunities if the state of Alabama, through the Innovation Corporation and the work of the commission, to have engaged policies that will allow us to look back in 10 years and say, that business, that business, that business, that business, they all came from entrepreneurial beginnings and now as a result have turned into great assets for the people of Alabama in, in growing businesses and opportunities to provide good jobs and great uh, landscape of a high-tech economy in our state. And I think that's really what we're looking for. How we're going to do that, we're just getting started. What, what are going to be all the parts and pieces? We don't necessarily know. We're going to be dependent on the Innovation Corporation as we've depended on the commission itself to really generate what is the landscape need to look like here? What do we do next? It's going to be ever-changing, but uh, in 10 years, that would be my hope. Director Poole, we'll give you the last word here. Well, I, I think Senator Reid is, is, hits the mark directly, and I don't think there's much that I can add to that. He, he spoke uh, to all of the points of importance. But, but I think what I might add is, as we look back or maybe we sit down and evaluate in 10 years, have we created economic opportunity inside the state for really our young talent that we're producing uh, inside the state or that's coming to the state so that we can keep that young talent in Alabama to start young families, uh, to have access to good jobs in these areas, whether that's through going to work for some of these startup technology businesses or creating their own. And in that, we create that synergy, that collaboration and that ecosystem that I think really can feed on itself, uh, much as Senator Reid cited, uh, as it relates to uh, the other sectors of our economy. Uh, but if we can grow that talent base uh, by virtue of having good jobs, keep those young families in Alabama rather than our college graduates leaving the state, uh, I think that will be a really key uh, marker of our success in this regard. Director Poole, Senator Reed, I can't thank you enough for joining me today. It's been a privilege, Alex. It's always good for me to be with my friend, Bill Poole, and uh, it's great to be with you today. We're talking about an exciting theme, and I'm looking forward to the success uh, that will uh, continue to be a great topic uh, as we move forward. Likewise, Alec, thank you for having us today. I similarly, want to thank Senator Reed. Senator Reed and I, he, he has provided great leadership on these issues, as have the governor. A lot of time, a lot of effort. Uh, a lot of energy is going into this. Uh, I want to thank the legislature that's provided a lot of support for the legislative proposals heretofore and the members of the Innovation Commission and the soon-to-be corporation. So it's a pleasure to talk to you this morning. We'll certainly be available anytime to tell this exciting story as this effort moves forward. Thank you both. My thanks to Director Bill Poole, Senator Greg Reed, and you, the listener, for joining me today for the Business Alabama podcast. Until next time, this is Alec Harvey. Find more from Business Alabama in our monthly magazine and online at businessalabama.com.